And the good times keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Can you hear yourself? I Are can. you good? Are you beautiful? Turn my headphones down a little bit. Down? Yeah, turn this Tell me one. Tell me one. Keep going. Go, go, keep go, going. go, 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 go. Nailed it. Great. Perfect. Well, we're back. It's yep. been a minute. It has, but at the same time, it's been, I, I feel like it's been a long-awaited thing. A lot of good things have happened. Quinn and I, our life plan has come together. Um, we're actually getting engaged next weekend. I proposed today. He did. Um, and you say engaged next weekend? Well, we're making it official. Like We're inviting both our families out to watch us get engaged. And then uh, the wedding will probably take place sometime August 2024. We wanted to have a fall wedding. Uh, we just wanted, you know. You wanted to have a fall wedding. Well, I did whatever you wanted. That's why we're doing this because Quinn, it's called Quinny Compromises, and he is really just the best partner I could ask for. It has been nothing but uh, just just the best two years with him. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited for this next step in our relationship. And it's just really great to have the blessing of our families. It's going to be Quinny Red Blends in, in the fall. Quinny Red Blends. Strictly. We're going to have only Red Blends at the ceremony. Uh, and sparkling white and red wine. We're going to have all sparkling wine because, yes, because who doesn't want sparkling at, an, at a family function? At a Double double family function. Our families are so excited. Our families are finally gonna be united as one. And you know what? We just couldn't be happier. As... We're we're doing the hyphen last name. Uh, are we gonna do alphabetical? So yours is mine's first, then yours. Sure. Fitzgerald Orloff. Or how do they usually do it? As long as I get to pick our children. Oh, we're adopting. That's actually well. I don't know how we would have them. I mean, I feel like we should do like a surrogate mother. Um, I feel like we should pick probably a professional athlete, supermodel, maybe, maybe Leah Thomas. We can pick her to be the surrogate to our children. Who is she? I'm sorry. Who is she? She is the um, she just won the 500 meter uh, women's national championship, so she's a great athlete. Um, Is this the trans? Swimmer, yes, yeah, you're trans swimmer, hilarious. So maybe she would be our surrogate. Um, you know, I would love to have. A, I don't think she could have children. I don't know. I don't uh, know what kind of medica- medical. No, there's she. She was a man. She was a man. Right, but she's a woman now, so she can. Have but a, she cannot have children. But she, she's infertile. Yeah. Something happened to her. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a bummer. I mean, I guess we'll find a different athlete. I was really hoping to get, like, a strong, you know, real, real I wanted a good jawline in my yeah, child. A strong jawline in our child, but I guess we can find a different athlete. Uh, I know Serena Williams, Her like, she's not usually down to be, you know, I know somebody already offered her a billion dollars. Her and LeBron. Dude, can, wait, can you imagine that child, though? Just the athletic ability of both of them. No, dude, that child would crumble under pressure. Uh, Probably because you couldn't live up to the parents' expectations, right? But could you imagine the athletic ability and talent of that? Just just from who the parents? What if they were like four or five, like horrendously not able to jump or like do anything? Just got the recessive genes. (laughs) Yeah, just like you're the grunt. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I think personally, I would be able to beat up that child till they were probably twelve. 
That's so, like most children. Yeah, but straight up, <laughs> I'll beat LeBron's son till he's 12 years old, and that's a fact right there. I mean, I'll, I, I'll beat up. 95% of 6th graders. So your hat's lying to me because your hat says cool to be kind and beating up is not kind. I mean, I'm not saying it was unprovoked. I'm saying maybe maybe he's got an attitude being Serena. And, you know who's uh, got an attitude about coming on the podcast? Who's that? Johnny. Johnny wants to come out and I hope... <laughs> Johnny's going to listen to this because we're going to post excessively about it. And Johnny's getting a shout out five minutes in. So Johnny... You can come on. It has been a year. It's been at least one year of Johnny asking to come on to the pod. And uh, you know what? It's Honestly, it's his own fault that he hasn't made it on so far. I mean, it, I it, blame him, too. It's so easy. You literally just text me. And I know it would have been just as easy for Johnny to text, for me to text Johnny to say, hey, like, we're, like, today's the day. But you know what? I blame Johnny. I'm. Dude, at the I blame Johnny too. Yeah. It's you know what, Johnny, your fault, man. We're victim blaming. We're, <laughs> dude, at the uh, at St. Patty's Day, great day. Good day. Johnny yeah, rolls day. up to me. We're talking. I see him. I I dap him up. We're That's talking, what we call him, right? Johnny rolls up, and he's like, Quinn. There's something about your voice, man. Mm-hmm. It's just sexual. And I was like, you know what, Johnny, you just got. Not that you were in my bad book, but you just got on my good side. Let's go. And you know what? St. Patty's Day was a good day. Yeah. It, it was, was a, a great day. It was a good day. I I know you had class, Quinn had class, but Patty's Day for me turned out to be probably one of the most aggressively, aggressively alcoholic days I've ever had. The most aggressively drinking days I've ever had in my entire life. Um I think me too. We took a apartment picture that honest. So there's, um, it was me, Connor, and Michael, apartment picture. Someone put a same, I don't know whose it was. Mm-hmm. It was like this big leprechaun hat. Michael had it. It looked good. Someone put it on me. I sent the pictures of me with it to my parents, and my mom was like, you got in the spirit. I love it. Like, it looks great. And I was like, she was like, I hope you had a great time. I'm like, how did you have a bad time with the squad? Literally. Minus Danny. Yeah. Well, he's fake for that one. But I woke up. Dude, it was, I had Max and Luke sleeping over. Ultimate, like, you know, like, it's already going to be a silly goose kind of day if those two are in the in the crib in the cut. So, it's 9 a.m. I wake up. I wake up to uh, what's the uh, uh, the Boston band? Ship them off to Boston, yes. baby. Uh, by the Dropkick Murphys. Gr- yeah, the Dropkick Murphys. Ooh. I wake up. They are being kind. They did not wake me up. I which we was, waited until you got up. Which me. was awesome. Connor had class before me, right? Yeah, I think he was gone. So I got up. I wasn't that aggressive. It was like 9:30. No. I get up. So I'm in the bathroom, right? I'm just getting ready for my day, putting my contacts and whatever. And Michael's amp comes out, dropkick Murphys, just blazing. And they're just taking whiskey shots. And I'm like, oh, today's going to be a good day. We took a fireball shot, and then we put a fireball shot in our coffee. And then we drank a beer, drank another beer, and then we hit the road, Jack. And we just started strolling down the street. We had two tote bags full, and we just got down the road. It was like, you know, 1030 by the time we got out of there. And, uh, I mean, we were just banging on all cylinders by noon. By noon, You guys we were, were a vibe. We got there, what, like 1, 115? Had to be. Me and Connor came down because we both had class. 
Connor uh, skipped his second class, God as did him. I. I mean, as a good Irishman should. I mean, I've never gone to Patty's Day because I didn't go freshman year. Sophomore year, COVID, mm-hmm. and, like, no one knew what COVID was yet, like, the seriousness of it. Yeah. And people went out. People didn't. I didn't end up going out. Last year, nothing really crazy happened. Like, it wasn't like this year and this year. Yeah. And since everyone hadn't had it for two years, it's a national John Carroll holiday. And it was honestly probably one of my favorite days that I've had as a student here. Yeah. Probably because I'm a senior. Probably because I was with my homies. But, like... It banged. It, it was. It went real hard. In awesome. Me and Connor had a backpack full of high noons. Pretty cool. It was. It was hard. To, and then, yeah, I mean, Quinn comes home with two surprises. Um, I won't even mention anything, but he. Uh, it was good. We had a great time. We literally, we had a little jam circle. Those surprises would be red wine yeah, for you. Quinn brought two bottles Quinny of red, red blends. Quinn brought two bottles of red wine, and they were delicious, and I- It's what you need to come down before, because, yeah. like, Michael ended up going out again that night, but and you need, like, an even, because I know, I, me, personally, I did other um, party things, as in- uh, Poppers for your butt? Yep, you know, I did uh, um, the uh, Devil's lettuce um to come down and chill and red wine does the same trick honestly it's like a nice vibe it's not a you're not drinking it to get i mean you can but the hangover is heinous i've heard i mean i've had a wine hangover once not a fun i was not a fun person to be around the next day you uh you drink two bottles of red wine and you look like a vampire because it stains your mouth completely, and your lips are red, your teeth are red, your tongue is red. You, It's hard to look good after drinking a lot of red wine. I will say that. It's delicious, though. It's delicious. Yeah. But it's what we needed, and mm-hmm. you guys went back out. Did. Went over here. Report recorded a podcast. Reported. <laughs> reported we it. Pretty much reported it. I mean, we just did a report on the day. And that podcast will never be aired. I would be locked up. We violated every Geneva convention that there's ever been in the world. Uh, and pretty much we just came over here and... Had really, a silly goose time. Yeah, I mean, we just made our way over here. I took Max and Luke on a tour of campus. Uh, Dude, the- isn't that always fun to people who haven't been to John Carroll? Because, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, Yes, Patty, who lived on Miramar, whole life Mm -hmm. his dad now lives in eden his mom lives on um the like fork and i don't remember what it's called at the moment off the top of my head this man our thanksgiving day party i walked him back to his mom's house he had never been around like he'd been to the he's been in this building the sports center but he's like i don't know where classes are nothing i'm like you're not missing much it's not a big campus dog yeah but the nighttime tour after an afternoon and evening of drinking. Something sensual about it. It's really nice. I mean, John Carroll, they do a great job, especially They in do the nice lighting. Time. There's really nice lighting. What do you call the clock? T- is it the clock tower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks, it's always phenomenally lit. Right, they light it up. I mean, they On make a clear it night? They make it look great, especially Ooh. coming from the main entrance. You can see the clock tower in between Dolan. Yeah. I mean, it 
accents the university and just the campus very well. I I always love giving the nighttime tours of John Carroll. John Carroll. I could be a tour guide. They should offer nighttime tours to the children interested in the party scene. I'll take you out. Pay me five hunch. I'll take you out for a nice night on the town. We'll come back. I'll take you on a nighttime tour. Guaranteed success. I mean, I... This You're coming to John Carroll if you're coming out on a night tour. The university should hire me to promote kids. Dude, so I, the the thing that keeps going in my mind is I guess I got my swagger back because we're 12 minutes in, and I haven't mentioned my date this week. Whoa. So if, if you don't mind the tangent. When I would love to hear about your date this week. If you don't mind the tangent because – um. Yeah, we talked about. I won't even name her on the podcast. Uh, my ex. Yeah, she. She's listening. Probably. I mean, she follows the podcast, but She's I. But hope you're well. Uh, wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, hope you're okay. Maybe. No, I hope. I. Uh, you know what? No ill will. I won't There's put bad karma out there. But no uh, ill will. Here. No, dude. I um. The Quinn's. Cause me and me and Kaylee, she's the girl who I went on the date with. She had a very uh, she had a very similar John Carroll experience mm-hmm. uh as me, and that got me thinking of the nighttime tours because yeah. like she didn't love. She had a very similar experience. Like she felt like she just went here, like didn't have much school rah rah pride. Mm-hmm. She's very similar to how I feel. Um, it's a horrible way to live life. Yeah, you know, it is. These things happen to some of us. You gotta have rah rah. But uh, yeah, literally the swagger back, like oh oh, yeah. that's how I'm feeling this whole week. We're going out tomorrow. Quinn's got things are looking bright. Quinn's got dates on the books. She uh she uh her cat's name you'll like this. Her cat's name's Pepe, like oh, Pepe La Pio. Okay, I like that name. I um, like that name. Is Pretty, she gonna change your mind about cats? Is she? Yeah, she might. Um, so I honestly I said I like wouldn't as long as I don't like have a drastic allergic reaction, like I'm chilling. I mean just pop a Zyrtec. That's I literally told her I was like, you need to give me like three Zyrtec whenever I come over. Papa Z you'll also, be chilling. Like apparently her cat, like her friends. Who are allergic, like, have been fine around it. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm not doing much touching, I'll be okay. Yeah. This could be a big step for you. Yeah, I mean, cats are cool. I have nothing against cats because they're so easy. Tom. I don't... I've experienced you firsthand around cats. I just don't want to... If it's not my cat... See, that's any animal, though. Like, the dog... I don't want to deal with someone else's animal in my space. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Selfish. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Selfish. Yeah. It's fine. I but mean, Elena's cat's super cute. She's she's a crackhead. But, but she's also a piece of work. She's, I mean, she's a little kitten. She's a, she's, she's a little, adorable. Yeah, yeah. But she's cracky. She's. Oh, yeah. But, like, cats are adorable. Yeah. I've Also, I never had one growing up. I know. Me neither. I never had any. Yeah, because your parents hate you. We got a dog after I moved out. We have a little dog now. And actually, 
we'll get back to your date, but my dog just chewed up all of my mom's shoes, and my mom was like, yes, so glad we got this dog. This thing just ate all my shoes. She didn't even like shoes, actually, so she was pumped about that. But Actually, I heard your mom walks around yeah, there. No, but... she does now. She's like, I've been waiting for this. Like, thank God. All my favorite shoes are destroyed. This is actually perfect. I was waiting for the opportunity to not wear shoes ever again. So congrats, Mom. Um, congrats, Eloise, my dog, on um, totally ruining my mom's shoe collection. I don't think I don't think Cody's ever – the only thing Cody's ever broken up or destroyed – was like a love seat couch, but my mom just puts a pillow in front of it now. <laughs> he also scratched our like leather ottoman. Mm. But you know, if you have a dog in your house, like I want him to come on the furniture. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's his house. Right. Like if you don't let your dog up on your house and furniture, like they're not living their best life. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. So tell me, Quinn, let's go into details about your details well i think the first uh the funniest thing that will be a wedding story is is danny and connor showed up to this date pretty amazing so monday so we went out on monday so sunday night we were watching march madness and they're like what time's your date whatever and i thought they were just asking to be kind Mm -hmm. you know like best friends do sure, sure. Naturally. and Naturally. they're like we're gonna come i'm like no way no way i know both of them no way i'm like this is not happening no way like you do not have the balls to come no way didn't believe it i was like i'll believe it when i see it sure so in coventry there's a parking garage which i always park in. i park i get her like i open the door for her we start walking we're talking right Connor pulls in. We make eye contact. I cannot react. That's so funny. I cannot react. Danny, like, thought I couldn't see him, and he, like, went up in the chair. <laughs> like, all right, idiot. So, Danny, I see both of them. Me and Connor make eye contact. So, they thought, so we go into Tommy's. I'm, like, a little, I'm a little frazzled, but, like, not, not too much. So, we sit down. We're, like, right by the window. Like, the last table in front of the window. So, they were going to come in and eat, but they didn't see me. So, they were like, oh, I must be in the back. Then, they, like, kept, they were going to go to Dave's, ended up not going to Dave's. They were, like, walking. They walked by the window a bunch of times. Yeah. They had no idea where And I you was. were just watching And me. I could see no them. Way. And so then, me funny. and Connor make eye contact again. Oh! And... Then they end up, like, leaving. They're, they're like, pulling out of the parking garage. There's the light, so they're stopped. And I'm like, hey, Kaylee, like, that's Connor and Danny. Those are my two best friends. She's like, oh, how sweet. Like, they wanted to see your... I'm like, no, they came for their own shits and giggles. They did not come to, like, be protective. I was like, that was not the reasoning. Right. I was like, they were being funny. They were amusing themselves. And you know what? Worked. But she thought it was funny, so, like, you know... That you're a cool person. Right. When you like, you're like, because if someone was like, oh, that's like super weird and annoying, you'd be like, all right, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Like Don't too, take life too seriously. Right. I mean, listen, lady, these kids are just goofing. But she thought it was hilarious. And that's why she's cool. And then you proceed to have a five hour date. I get home, I'm scared half to death. I get home from my sister's house. At it was like midnight. I'm 
dead. Usually tired. Quinn's asleep by midnight. Quinn, I was expecting to see Quinn's door closed and just the lights off and him sound asleep. Because that's usually by 12. That's yeah. what's happening. I walk in. There's nobody in Quinn's room. Doors wide open. I'm like, oh, great. Quinn got murdered by a lady. Quinn got Quinn got baited and murdered. That'd be rough. Turns out, quite the opposite. Quinn had a wonderful night. Quinn went on a five, six hour date. Yeah, it was long. I mean, that's that's a that's a full work day. It was it was honestly probably one of the best first dates I've had. Um, it was awesome. I mean, we're going on a second date, so that's cool. Praise be. Um, I, might, I might come on the second one. Yeah, I'm not disclosing any information that's fine. where we're I'll going. I'll find you. Just. Uh, Literally, Connor asked Connor and Daniel, like, where are you going on Friday? I'm like, none of your damn business. <laughs> dude, I hope they find you, dude. I hope they, like, private investigation style, just track your ass. That'd be hilarious. Be pretty cool. But They drop an air tag in your backpack. Kind of awesome. That'd be crazy. Right? But pretty nuts. So, Quinn's excited for this new date. I mean, he's got two dates lined up. With this girl, he's got one date lined up with somebody else. I'm not gonna say anything. I don't want to expose, but I'm actually not. I'm. I have no date lined up. Never mind. My man's back in the game. He's got. I mean, he's got love on the. He's got love on the brain. Truly, my man's got love on the brain, and there's nothing better than that, you know. And I can smell it. I can see it on him. He's got a glow. He's got a glow in his eyes, and he's got something going on below the belt. And I think it's his tapping. He's tapping his. He's tapping his feet. You know. Well, dude, he's just in my love. mom. My mom was like, because I went out on Monday. I called my mom, and she was like, "Oh, are you gonna?" Because I like I, nothing serious. I was like talking to someone else, and I was like, "I probably not." I was like, "I don't have the mental energy to talk to more than one person at once." And I was like, "I like to see where things go." Because you know what? Yeah. To me, that's good karma. It's great karma. And then it's like you're not. You're not just like. You have to see how things end up with one person. It's like, I'm not that type of guy. Right. And One date at a time. Well, I just, like, I want to give it, I want to give it the energy and space to grow if it's something worth growing, you know? And it's like, sure. there's no reason to date other people. God bless you, Quinola. I just can't, I mean. God bless you. Dude, when I used Snapchat in high school, I would talk to so many girls, and it was so tiring. God, these hoes just get. Quinn exhausted. Dude, I just don't, I never enjoyed it. And then it's also like, I'm not one for something like super casual. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it. Are you telling me right now that what's going on is not casual? Like you're, you're looking to make it maybe formal? Well, I, I make, I make everything formal, formal, Michael. I don't know. I honestly, we'll I mean, I, I could see myself dating her. Yeah. Wow, uh, Mr. I don't want a girlfriend. I'm going to grad school. Is gonna break his own rules. I don't play by any rules. I just uh, live day to day. That's the thing, man. You never know when love is gonna hit you. When that little Cupid's arrow is gonna, he's gonna draw back that little Cupid arrow and fire it straight into your behind, and then you just get lovesick. Well, and I'm not. That's like, all it takes. I don't. I think it's. I think it's incredibly stupid when people are like I, I understand when people are like oh, I don't want to date, whatever, and that's fine. But then they like go out and go on dates, and it's like, so what are you doing? 
Yeah. Like, if you don't want to date, literally see no one. And it's like, if you do want to date, go on I can on think date. of a reason why somebody would go on a date. Well, yes. There's that reason. But. Is guilty? Is guilty. Is guilty. Not recently. I mean, yes. Not recently. Formerly, sure. Formerly. Formerly, formerly, sure. But I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's part of the learning experience of becoming a, like, like what you like. A fully self-actualized adult is learning that women are not something to conquer. They're something to nurture and foster. Nurture, just feed respect. them. <laughs> yes, feed them. Let them suckle from the wisdom that you have. It's the only thing. And help them grow. It's the only thing you want them to suckle, Michael? Yep. Help them grow <laughs> as individuals and as beautiful women. Yeah, women are awesome. They're great. My beautiful. Own, I love, I have a mother. I have two sisters. They're the best people. I have a girlfriend. My girlfriend has a sister, and my girlfriend has a mother, too, believe it or not. And I love all of them. We all have mothers, we believe it or not. We all have a mother. Yeah. I was born with a mother, as were you. And this Mother's Day, we want to celebrate everybody because, actually, it was Lebanese Mother's Day. You can fact check me. Was on it? Two days ago. It was Lebanese Mother's Day. And can I tell you about? Uh, can I tell you a little story about Lebanese Mother's Please. Day? Please. Okay, so on Sunday, dude, Sunday, I'm hanging out. My buddies are still in town. Max and Luke, the old gang, is still in town. And uh, we decided to take, me and Luke decided to take Max out to somewhere called the Locker Room, which is right by Luke's house. And we spent about four hours at the Locker Room just getting absolutely goosed. We were playing Keno. We were gambling, playing pool. We were playing a lot of pool, actually. It was a wonderful time. And uh, You know I have a pool table at my house. We should play. We should play. I we should play pool. some billiards. That would be a lot of fun if we all just, you know, kicked back, played poker, played some pool. I'm not very good at pool. It's all right. Neither are any of us. We just like to play for, you know, the love of the game. For glory? For glory. I only play for glory. That's what I'm saying, dude. So we were playing for glory. We had so much glory everywhere. And Max didn't end up being a biatch, and he stayed. Max did stay. We convinced my friend Max to stay. Wonderful decision. He would. It would have been the most lame decision of his life if he left. And we end up, you know, as Max basically guilt-tripped me and Luke saying, listen, we stayed, I stayed for you guys. We're going from the locker room to Christie's Cabaret. Yuck. I know where the story goes. Christie's Cabaret is a adult entertainment club in Brunswick, dude. It- and let me tell you about Brunswick. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, so... I'll tell you what, the strip clubs are C-plus on a good day, and this was Sunday at 1.30 a.m. Dude, I think any strip club, not in a downtown area, not where you want to be seeing strippers, there's a... Not, I'll, we'll get back. Where I get my chiropractor in Warrensville Heights, mm-hmm. there's a winking lizard, and it's called Crazy Horse right next to it. Oh, my God. And it looks horrible. Oh, I bet. I bet. Like, who's going there? A lot of, lot of broken dreams and C-section scars up in there. I'll tell oh, you that Jesus much. Jesus Christ. So, we go to That was Christie's. a terrible image, so thank well, you for that. Hey, man. 
You know, it's real life. You've been to more strip clubs than me. I've never gone. Yeah, well, we can go. I'm all right. We can go. Why would I pay? My dad's analogy is why would I pay for a steak that I cannot eat? Your dad sounds like the worst time. I won't lie. It's fun to go for the experience. Uh, you. It seems like you lose a lot of money. And... It'd be like saying, why would I go to an NBA game? I can't play. It's fun to watch, Quinn. It's fun to watch. So we, so we go to Christie's. That got me. That tickled me. That was funny. We go to Christie's Cabaret, baby, and we're expecting, you know, maybe like the C teams out there. It's Sunday night. It's we like the G there. team. It's the G team, dude. There's nobody currently dancing. There's one bartender. Eh, not great. She's wearing not much. There's two other strippers. They are eh, overweight and personally not my ideal. So they're already talking to other t- two other dudes, and I'm sure they're looking to go home with them to make a quick extra dollar. You know, no shame in that. They got to pay the bills. So they could get a job at the drug mart. Right. Pay the bills. I mean, ah. Uh, I don't know. You know, God, they're, they have God-given talents, and they're going to use them to the yeah, best Yeah, Brunswick on a Sunday night. Hey, man, they're working their way up. Soon enough, they'll be moving. Oh, to, is there, was there, are you a scouting director? I mean, there's talent. There's talent in these there's, streets, um, there's no There's no one really famous strip club in downtown Cleveland. Um, I don't know. Burt Kreischer mentioned it, because me and Matt passed it. Is it uh, in the flats? It's right by uh, uh, Nautica. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Uh, oh my God, Harry's. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I because Bert Kreischer mentioned it. That's like Dave Chappelle's been there. Cause it's like all run down around it. Then yeah. this like really nice building. Yeah, dude, it's pretty nice actually. It's it's decent. Um, never gone. I just sorry that was hey, my. We know. We know you've never been, and we'll get you there one day. We'll get you. But um, we go. There's no strippers on the on the pole. I talked to the manager. I'm like, listen, uh, my friend Max is actually an aspiring stripper, and he is phenomenal. Like, would you give him the honor of showing off some moves on the pole? Show you some know? skin. I know that nobody's using it. Uh, he would really appreciate the opportunity. He's been really working for a long time on this, and he says absolutely not. He says, um, shut up. He's like, are you going to have a beer? I was like, yeah, man, whatever. So we go and we sit down. I got shut down so hard. Um, and so me, Max, and Luke are just sitting there. And we're minding our own business. And Max is like, I'm going to go up. I'm going up. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to show off what I got. So Max goes up onto the stage. He's like, all right, guys. Before he goes up, he's like, all right. So I'm gonna do it. He's getting real worked up. He's like, all right, but you guys gotta be ready to book it. He's like, I'm gonna go up there. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna call me out. They're gonna call a cop or whatever. We gotta go. We gotta be ready to run. So I'm like, all right, I'm down. Let's do it. He hops up on stage instantly. All right, all right, get down. And they're they're shutting him down. Max, he gets about 15 seconds on the pole. He's busting it out. He's doing every move you can think of. And then he takes off. He runs to the door. They try to stop him. He jukes. He sidesteps. I think he Euro-stepped around this dude. It was actually pretty nasty. And then we're with him, and we we didn't get up. Me and Luke are just sitting there like, oh, my God, what? We're like, we're, 
I mean, I prefer. Come not on, to run. man! Like I'm like, oh, are we so that's the angle we played. We're like, oh man, what the? Who's this guy? This guy stinks. And like we're like talking with the owner, and we're like, yeah, dude, what a jerk. That guy's awful. And the owner's like, yeah, I thought he was with you guys. We're like, yeah, we don't I mean, know. we don't know him. We don't know. I was like, we're just here. He just decided to go up there. I'm like, oh man. I was like, yeah, last time he comes back here. And the owner's like, yeah, last time. Don't worry, it's the last time we'll be here. Soon, yeah, like, ah, last time for all of us. So we hit the Jets. We get out of there. The next morning, Luke's like, oh man, why did we do that? That was pretty, pretty, pretty nasty. So Luke drops me back off at my house. He makes a trek. Two hours later, I get a text. Boys, I've made possibly the worst mistake of my life. I'm with my mom. My wallet's missing. And my mom is currently driving me back to Christie's Cabaret in the middle of the afternoon to get my wallet. It is so bad. She knows exactly where we're going. Did he get it? Oh, he got it. All the cash was stolen. All He had $300 plus in there because he was on vacation. All of it's gone. All of the money's gone. He is so heartbroken, but his mother, he sent a video of his mom reaction pulling into the parking lot. Why did his mom go with him? Uh, they were out doing something. His mom was like, no, like I'm not dropping you off. Like, Where'd you leave your wallet? We're going to go get it. Now, he had to catch a flight in like an hour. It was bad, dude, all around. So he gets the wallet. His mom is just heartbroken. It's Lebanese Mother's Day. It's it's Mother's Day in Lebanon. So this is like her day. She celebrates it way more than uh, like you know American Mother's Day because she's full on hundred percent Lebanese. Wow. And she, the look. So he ruined her day. Visceral disappointment. It wasn't even heartbreak. It wasn't even anger. It was just disappointment. She was just. Over you know, it. She was. She. It was about 22 years of all the nonsense and absolute oh. mockery that he's done over the past years. And it was just, it all led up to this moment. I've got a Dude, I can't even imagine oh. the, because uh, like in that situation, right? Like if you're a guy, put yourself there. That's like, oh, dad, like, dad, this is the situation like, cause all dads, at least good dads, mm-hmm. most of them are like, call, like if you ever need anything or something stupid happens, like I will not judge you. Let's just figure it out and right. do it. Moms, no, you're gonna be hearing yeah. for that forever. Oh. She's gonna be like, oh, I left my whatever. Oh, maybe you left it in the strip club. Yeah, maybe you left it in the strip club. Let's call a strip club. Right. Mom, that was thirty years I- ago. That's what's gonna happen. Like, oh, maybe dads would just be like, walk yourself into that one, buddy. Yeah, dude. It was a nightmare. So that's oh that was Lebanese Mother's Day, and you know it was uh it was tragic. For it was not a happy involved. Mother's no, Day. No. So <laughs> shout out to all the mothers out there, and know that your Mother's Day could be worse. You know, you could have you know uh you know a scumbag son that has scumbag friends like me who go out and do questionable activities on Sundays, the Lord's Day, nonetheless. Although technically, you have it was minimal Monday. classes on Monday. I had, yeah. You're not I mean, breaking any rules. I didn't have much to do on Monday, clearly. You know, I was hanging out with old friends. I was fulfilling my obligations as a friend. I was really being a good guy, 
you know. Yeah, no, these these not. Well, you know, you have to think about it too when you're thinking about nights or whatever, and especially. To, I mean, we're in college for another year, but um, well, you for two. But it's mm-hmm. like, how many more of these nights do you get? Like, how many? Mo- just like absolute. I mean, you get them as an adult, but it's not like, oh, I have nothing to do on this Monday. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be dead ass tired on this right. Monday because I'm doing debauchery with my friends until three in the morning and I have to go to work at nine. Right. So it's like the consequences, you'll still do it, but there are higher cons like, oh, I'm gonna be absolutely hungover or feel horrible right on uh on Monday. And I'm not looking forward to that. You know, I like the freedom that comes with not much going on. You know, it's it's a two way street, you know. And I just hope that I never have to give up foolish activities. I I think, I think, you never. If you want to do foolish activities, yes. people who get the thing that I don't understand about adults is like, yes, kids. You like once you have children, like you can change you, but like, you literally can be a fool. Like, my dad, I, did, were you there when Matt was talking about the Aldi Cheetos? Yeah. So, my brother and I have, uh, I mean, I've determined this. And my brother was like, oh, shit, you're right. Um. So, my dad has a pen somewhere in the house with marijuana. I'm, I have to I have to gather. Right. And so Matt, I'm not a Cheetos fan, but Matt, that's like his favorite high snack. So Matt got these Cheetos from Aldi because they're like pennies on the dollar, so cheap. Shout out Aldi. Huge. And so he gets them, and Matt's like going upstairs, and he says something about like the Cheetos, like he's high, whatever. My dad's like, oh, I didn't like them while I was high. Which means he was high when they were in the household. And I think it's hilarious because this man just, like, will click so intent. Like, you'll go upstairs, like, get ready for bed or whatever. Like, because me and Matt will hang out in the basement, come upstairs, and it'll just be him. And he'll just be, like, so intent. Or he'll fall asleep (laughs) on the couch. And it's like, when you're younger, it's like, oh, it's just, like, he had a long work. And that could be it, too, some of the time. So, like, he had a long work week. He's tired, whatever, fell asleep in front of the TV. But it's like, no, this man's absolutely blitzed. But you know what? Good for you. And he's enjoying himself. That's why with weed, I feel like as a parent, like if you're drunk and your child calls you and like needs you, you're you're like SOL. Yeah. But if you're high, unless you're like absolutely, absolutely blitzed, like toasted. There's usually, like, an hour where you can't do anything. But if your child is like, I need you, like, now, and it wasn't within that, like, one hour, you could probably... Pull it together. You could pull it together. You'd, like, drink some cold water and figure it out. Right. Like, you could... And so I feel like a lot more parents... I was having this thought. It was a shower thought. It's like, I feel like a lot more parents smoke than are letting on to the youth. I think so, dude. I mean... Like, like your dad stealing your stealing your uh, yeah stealing your I don't know I feel like it would dude he pro- had to get home and light it up hundred percent I think it would probably do him good if it he would didn't. check out I mean 
as a parent, like you have a one, two, three year old child, like three years old especially, they are at such an age where like they're real people. Like they, you know, they're three years old. They're not doing much, but they have just coke. They have personalities. They they can maybe say words. Probably, I think three year old babies can speak pretty fluently, and uh, you can have decent conversations with a three year old child. And you're probably gonna be able to relate to them a lot more. And probably love them a little bit more intensely if you're a little bit baked. Well, dude, it also is so insane to me where people are like, oh, like I I do not condone driving high drunk. And it, like I don't do it. I I don't like when people do it. Pretty bad, yeah. Um, but like it's funny to me when people are like, oh, don't drive high. And then people will take like oxy or whatever and then like go drive. And it's like. What's the difference? Like you're high too, right. but it's like legally, I don't I don't know how much unless you're I I don't know how that works. I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. but you're probably I, not probably not supposed to drive on anything. Probably. I mean, it's a narcotic. But I'm sure people drive on on narcotics all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would much rather drive like a little bit stone than on an oxy. Dude, you just be hallucinating on. I mean. That was my one experience. Yeah. You're, the, you're I, the one guy. Dude, I'm the one guy who tripped on Oxy. Right. It's, uh, it's, that was tough. They thought it was impossible, but you're here I am. You're here, living, I mean, I'm here to try it again. Quinn saw the Lord, and he saw the devil. He saw his ancestors. Dude. He saw his future prodigy. Tom, Tom Segura made a joke about... Uh, because he broke his arm. We went to his comedy show, and uh, he broke his arm, and he was talking about narcotics. And he was like, those are awesome. <laughs> I, I forget what the joke. Matt could probably tell you the joke. <laughs> but, like, the it was just, like, hilarious. Yeah. It was basically something about narcotics being oh, yeah. amazing. And it's like, they're the best, dude. I mean, that's why, like, every 20-something's on fentanyl right now. They are so good. Fentanyl? They're amazing. Like, I got Isn't fentanyl the thing that kills you? I mean, it could. Because that's what's, isn't that what's laced in? I'm not going, I'm not crazy. No, no, that's, fentanyl, that's yeah. what's in the, like, that's what's laced in Coke and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then that's yeah. how people OD, right? Right. It's like generally if somebody overdoses. Is there fentanyl, fentanyl though that, I'm not, I'm not well versed enough you could in them. Say, you could take some. Like, can you take it for healing benefit? Is it a yeah, narcotic? They, they have it at the hospital. Okay. They have fentanyl. They have Dilaudid. They have... It's basically like... So is it like morphine? Yeah. Dilaudid is like what they would give to terminal cancer patients. Okay. Or if you're really in bad So if you have like 100% fentanyl, though, you're just... You're toast. Uh, From what I understand about like a fingernail size... Oh my God. Little bit of fentanyl will kill probably like 10 people. That's insane. It's... It's... Very, that is potent. Very potent, and that's why people cut drugs with it because it'll take your drugs to Mach eleven. You know, a little bit goes a long way. I feel like, dude, could you imagine if you did like whatever drug you were doing, like hard drug you were doing, and it was cut with fentanyl, and you're like the first time you used it, like this is amazing, and then you used something that wasn't cut with fentanyl, and you're like what's happening? And then you're like mm-hmm. trying to chase that high of the one like fentanyl cut perfectly, yeah. and then that's how you owed because that's like how Mac Miller died because his coke had fentanyl in it. Damn shame. But it's 
ins- could you imagine though like you get hooked on it and like you go to a party and you have a key bump and like it has fentanyl in it and you're like all right this is great like nothing bad you happens die. to you yeah and then the next time you you're dead isn't that crazy to think about that that's how these things like that's yeah. how people die just like a little bit yeah i mean it's crazy it's so it's such a terrible drug like if they test fentanyl like so i had a professor this year his daughter was a police officer she was in some sort of drug bust traffic stop and they do tests on like the the drugs and everything and on the surface of the the car and everything and they found they tested positive for fentanyl on the car. Like, oh my god! There was trace residue? amounts. Of, yeah, fentanyl <laughs> residue in the car. They immediately take her and everybody else that was exposed to the hospital. Oh my god! Because you even trace amounts yeah, can trace mess with amounts you. Amounts will kill you. Oh my god, dude! I um, I was doing, uh, what was I? It's uh, Tommy Lee. I was because Pam and Tommy came out on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. Um. But so Tommy Lee's the drummer of Motley Crew, and so at the height of Motley, him and Nikki Six, who is their uh, bassist, and also the guy who like created the band, um, they were Nikki Six had a worse addiction, uh, but they were both doing heroin and like everything under the sun, and Tommy Lee like stopped cold turkey. But he was on uh, Your Mom's House podcast, mm-hmm. and I heard a clip about it, and he was talking about, um, he was talking about, he did it for less than a year, he said, and then stopped, but he was like, this is so good, like something bad is going to happen. And then that's how the song Kickstart My Heart came, because Nikki Six died from a heroin OD, and they hit him with um, adrenaline, and that's how Kickstart My Heart happened. That's insane dude he was talking about on the on the thing him and nikki six were so messed up and they were in like some random town and they started injecting jack daniels into themselves which can kill you because of alcohol poisoning and they were like we need to stop this (laughs) oh that's wild. Yeah, dude. The life of a rock star like that is... Just... Dude, he's he messed up his whole body because... So he still drinks. He's not sober. Mm-hmm. And um, he has, like, a home studio. And so he'll, like, do, like, a spritz of, um, of cranberry juice, like a full 32-ounce thing of vodka. And his girlfriend was saying on the on the podcast on his system being messed up he can have like 12 cups of coffee and go to sleep yeah like he messed up his whole rhythm and everything's just so geeked is that like could you imagine drinking 12 cups of coffee and being okay no like you'd be up forever 1200 milligrams of caffeine yeah i mean you'll be buzzing that that is just an absurd i mean they had so much money and they were touring around the world, and everybody's in love with them. That you have unlimited access to girls, drugs, money. Dude, they had fame, code words glory. for drugs, money, and booze at shows. They would say, I think it was like one was booze, two was 
drugs and three was girls. And Tommy, when they were doing coke and all these things, Ozzy Osbourne, they were opening for Black Sabbath and Ozzy partied with them instead of Black Sabbath. That's how crazy they were. Like Tommy Lee would be drumming and he was like, I couldn't play on coke because he's like, you just go too fast. Mm. And so he's like, I would get, he, they would drink Jack Daniels throughout the show. And then he would have his drum uh, tech at, I think, because they have the set list on the on the uh, speakers that, like, face you. Sure. And so, like, the last three songs, it was, like, the same for all the tour. And his drum tech would have a plate of cocaine and stuff it into his nose while he's, like, playing. And then he's like, these Insane. last three songs are going to be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Dude, that's kind of where I want to get, you know? That'd be insane. That level of stardom. Uh, let's do world tours, and I want to have a tech just shove comical amounts of cocaine into my drummer's Dude, nose. Dude, it had Not to be. my nose. It would have to be. That's so much money in a plate of drugs. Doesn't matter, dude, right? I mean, when you're making a hundred grand for a show, like they had to be making close to a hundred grand a show. I guess also, as a group, I mean, that was crazy. They were in, it's also uh, Slash on this same tour podcast. So Slash thought he could drink them under the table. And so they all have those, like, you know, the lanyards that you have for mm-hmm. VIP stuff. And so Slash ended up passing out from drinking with Tommy and Nikki Six, like at a hotel. And then I think Tommy put his balls on his forehead and they took a picture <laughs> and they made that his pass for the rest of the tour. Pretty awesome. And they made posters and all. I'm like, these guys have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, dude, right? I mean, they're not busy. (laughs) They got to work for like, what, three hours a night, maybe? Dude, it's insane because you're like, your whole day is messed up because you're like traveling and sleeping. Mm -hmm. And then you play and then you're up until probably like seven in the morning. Yeah, just partying after the show. Crazy. You got all that adrenaline. Can you imagine doing that for like six months? You'd be dead by the end. Insane. That'd be a wild ride, dude. Well, dude, Tommy Lee also. This is my last Tommy Lee comment because I just think, dude, they're insane. Yeah. He was like. Truly. People would come. It's like because they would have uh, groupies and all those things, right? And he was like, this is before condoms, bro. Like, no one cared about condoms. He's like, we. it was puff, puff, pass with women, dog. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's just got a thousand babies everywhere. Dude, they have to. All of them have to have. Yeah. Just like three girls in every city, just because. Just because. It's just insane. Yeah. I mean, you can't really get away with that now. I mean, maybe you can. I heard, I had a friend. I no, because you'll get a rape You'll get a rape case. In today's, case. in today's climate. Yeah. You got to have a girl sign an NDA and a consent form before you take her back. I had a, fr- I have a friend who... Recently just got DM'd. So the Lakers were just in Cleveland, right? Whoa, a Lakers player DM'd her? No, no. It was a promoter from Barley House inviting my friend and some of her other friends to this quote-unquote very exclusive party in the basement of Barley House. Yeah, bro, why are you DMing me? There's another club in the basement of Barley House that the Lakers rented out. And this guy invited my girlfriend Did to it. Did they go? My friend to it, yeah. So Wait, she, who was it? 
I'm not going to name names. Do they go here? No. Okay. It was a friend. And she goes, I'm I'm in disbelief. It's like, you know, she goes, she's a beautiful woman. She goes with two of her beautiful friends. And uh, she's like, all right. She posts an update on her story. She says, all right. They took our phones as soon as we tried to, uh, as soon as we entered. Yeah, that makes sense for athletes. Right? They took our phones when we came in. Makes a lot of sense. She's like, I was in Russell's and LeBron's section. She's like, can confirm LeBron does cheat on his wife. Oh, yeah. It was kind of the most outrageous thing. Like, talk about pretty privilege. Like, just being a girl, like, you just get invited to LeBron and uh, Russell Westbrook's section just because. Dude, the LeBron, um, there's a whole thing at the start of his, like, LeBron has, so one of the reasons that LeBron has always been, like, good in the public image because he's never been, like, cheated on or caught cheating, but, like, early in his career, there was, like, a Channel 3 news reporter, and uh, he, like, paid her off because she said it was his child and then never seen or heard from her again. So Probably where'd she child. where'd she go? Probably another Brownie Jr. just rummaging around out oh, there. Oh yeah, dude! All of them are so. Literally, I read something about Tinder in the NBA and how it has messed with all these NBA players' sleep schedules because all these like I, I it was uh it was the same article. This girl was literally like I was literally having sex with this NBA player. His girlfriend called him. He flipped, still having sex, like says good night to his girlfriend, still having sex. Pretty crazy. And she bought it, or maybe she didn't, but she, she like didn't. knows what's yeah. going on. Like, what? Pretty insane. The life of an NBA player, right? Like, LeBron's wife has to know, oh, dude. Dude. But she's dating. She's married to LeBron, has a family with LeBron. What's she going to do? She's going to leave LeBron? They weren't married forever, too. They uh, they got married once they had the third kid. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. There's definitely a prenup, too. Yeah. yeah, has to be. It's similar to what happened to Melinda Gates, dude. Like, eventually, the wives of the wife of like Bill Gates just got, she got fed up. She like. I cannot blame. Imagine being married to Bill Gates, dude. Or Jeff Didn't he Bezos. cheat on her a bunch? That's why. Probably, they, that's dude. why they ended up getting divorced, right? I mean, you've got more money than you could spend in a hundred lifetimes. You're telling me you're gonna be faithful, dude? Uh, well, it's also no, it's like no it's insane because obviously these guys aren't like family men. Like they're running their right. There's like, I just can't. Other than maybe Warren Buffett, who, like, lives in the same house, drives the same car. Oh, I trust him the least. Dude. I trust him the most, honestly. But, I mean, he's a finance bro, so who's to say? Um, dude. But, dude, all these like, I just don't, I mean, they were, like, married for 30 years. I just, like, don't, I don't see how, if you're, like, not putting your family first in that, because obviously you're building these massive worldwide companies all of your time you're never home when are you when could you be home ever you're 
absolutely the worst father. Like, there's no, or if you're home, your kids are asleep or doing something. Like, right. You could never be there. I mean, you're just running an empire. Like, it just takes a lot. Yes. I, I mean, I would not choose that life. No. And, like, you've got more money than God. But it's like, what, at the end of the day, if, like, you, like, literally, his wife divorced him. He's old right. now. Your like, kids aren't happy. He's never going to marry someone based on his personality because everyone knows he's Bill Gates. Right. Like, she married him before he was super rich. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Jeff Bezos. Like, Jeff Bezos has, a has like, a girlfriend. She's beautiful. Right. But she's dating Jeff Bezos for one reason. Because he's got everything. But the thing is, too, I love what Jeff Bezos did. He just leaned into it. Just took HGH. Dude, he is so (laughs) jacked now. Wouldn't you be, though? Wouldn't you have a personal chef and just be disgustingly ripped? Dude, I would hire the best physicians. I would be doing the best steroids. Wouldn't you? It makes so much sense. I would be so healthy. I would be doing the most healthy steroids and drugs, like, I mean, I would be, get a personal trainer for fun workouts right. every day of the week. Like, oh yeah, our workout this week, we're gonna take a private jet to the Alps and just go skiing. Sign me up. That sounds unreal, dude. That sounds yeah. so fun. He's like, all right, so this time around, we're gonna go have an Olympic workout with Michael Phelps. Why not? We're gonna go. You know, we're gonna train with the you know the All Black rugby team or something. The, I, that's what that's New Zealand, right? Yeah, the All Blacks. Yeah, they're crazy. Notorious. I mean, if I had Jeff Bezos' money, I'd be doing. Would you do the haka with them? Oh, for sure, dude. I would pay to start on that team. I would be playing in for the All Blacks. I just, dude. I saw, I saw a video of the New Zealand basketball team doing the haka in front of uh, the NBA, the uh, um, NBA Olympic team. Uh, or the USA Olympic team, and it's all these dudes from the hood, like the inner city, and they're all just like, we're about to drop, like, we're about to 50-ball you, and you guys think you're intimidating us? Huh? Dude. Oh, that so has to be so funny. We have a minute left, so. Uh, really? Yeah. Flown. Oh, nice. That's funny. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Truly appreciate you. It's good to be back here. It's good to be back in the studio with Quinn. Um, keep an eye out for our wedding flyers. Uh, we'll be doing a haka. We'll be performing a haka at this dance. Hey. At the ceremony. that We will be doing a ceremony haka. I will get ceremonial kind of And everybody, you are, you're my favorite, people. If you've made it this far in the episode, you know what? You deserve a beautiful day. So go. You deserve the world. Go get the world, babe. Shanana, that's a nice little uh, Caddyshack. Shanana, come on, baby, bring it home, Quinny. Quinny's gonna take you out. Quinny's gonna take you out with that sweet, we have sultry voice. Twenty-five seconds before I play this music. God so. bless you all. You're eating an orange. You're my orange. You know, if you eat a lot of carrots, you can turn orange. Fun fact of the day. Didn't and. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to I'm going to kick it off with the music now. This is sweet talk. And we're out. <laughs>